the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Well, today is such a privilege because I have my mother-in-law in the radio studio with us here today, and it's exciting because she also is a pastor's wife for 41 years, a pastor's wife, married 65, and they have a church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. My brother-in-law, Alan Jackson, is actually the lead pastor there now, but my mother-in-law Betty Jackson helped to plant that church and we've just been going back over their lives. We talked on the last show about how God delivered her from breast cancer and healed her body and how she spent so much time serving him. So welcome mom. I am so glad to have you here today. Thank you you so much, Jenny, and I'm so glad to be with you. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) You are a sweet daughter-in-law, but I never expected you to be so clever in helping people. I thank God for your life. Well, when you have boys, it's fun to have girls, right? When when the girls start coming, (laughs) it's nice. You really need the girls when you have three three boys that grow up to be men. Absolutely. And they have a father. And they have a father, so you know how that would be. Very important. One woman with four men is not, <laughs> not fair. That's right. <laughs> not much time to get ready for church when you have four guys <laughs> saying, get in the car, let's go. <laughs> That's right. Well, I know for a fact you have taught me some of my very best recipes. You are you definitely taught me how to clean the best of anyone and but most importantly, you taught me about prayer. You taught me to love the Lord and so many many things we could never cover in one show. But why don't you back up a little bit and tell them about living in Florida on the racetracks and how you went from a veterinary wife on the racetracks in Florida to Tennessee ended up planting a church. <laughs> Well, in Florida, I was—I felt like I was really uh, blessed because in Florida, we be, we had a beautiful house mm. in a beautiful neighborhood, just not far from the beach, and I could flip a switch and water the lawn. Mm. And wow. to me, that was a gift. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we could, so we had these little boys, and they had friends. They would have, we had a long back porch that was screened in. Oh, nice. And so they had toys out there, and they could invite the neighborhood children to play. And for a mother that could look out her window and see what was going on with little people, (laughs) that was a blessing indeed. Yes. So actually, after we were there a short time, Derek Prince, came to speak in our Bible study, mm-hmm. and we invited the neighborhood to hear Derek speak, and it was um, soon, it wasn't long until we had many people from many nations coming to our Bible study, mm. 
Wow. And then we li- we moved to Tennessee, and we saw a greater need to learn to pray. And so we, we really set out to make prayer the center of our life. We would fast each Tuesday, mm. and the boys joined us. <laughs> we fasted and prayed for 12 years. Wow. And then one day... We always thought there would be a pastor that would come to town and have a church that you could uh, hear the gospel, learn to repent of your sins, learn about forgiveness, Hmm. and begin to pray for your own family. Prayer, we wanted to teach everybody to pray for their own family. Absolutely. And so we saw, excuse me, we saw... Good things happen in families, and then we began to bring guest speakers to Middle Tennessee. So you moved from you moved from Florida to Tennessee to raise the boys. Yes, yes. And that's where Dad you began to have the speakers. George was, yeah, George was determined that the boys would grow up in the country, <laughs> and they would know how to be men and how to work. And they so, definitely learned that. How. To, that's right, how to work. <clears throat> so we were successful in that plan. It, it made a difference. We had a practice in the rural, out, uh, rural part of Tennessee. We were not far from Murfreesboro, and so we had the best of two worlds. <clears throat> well, and you know we what's interesting nice... to me is sometimes people think, oh, I'm a school teacher, or I'm a veterinarian, or... Maybe I'm a, a nurse, but I don't know how to share my faith. But it sounds like you were a veterinarian and you were running the practice at the same time you were inviting these speakers and praying. How how did that work? You you incorporated prayer into your business life? Yes, we did. And it was not unusual for us when <clears throat> when somebody brought their favorite dog in that we would find that... <clears throat> Perhaps the family was in trouble or somebody was sick, and we would just gather to pray. Hmm. Uh, sometimes in the, in the um, exam room and sometime in the... Um, just in the office? Area. Yeah. In the, right in the office, yes. Mm-hmm. That is and so many powerful. Can, yes, many people came to the Lord, received Jesus. And eventually, um, we started a, a little church. We thought it was going to be a very small church, <laughs> but um, and so we, um, what's Aunt the name? Mary of... was visiting us. She really and, prompted and you. Was... <laughs> yes, and Mary was visiting us, and she just one day said, "George, you're the pastor." <laughs> and so we said, "Well, if there's a pastor, then we'll have a little meeting where we have call it a church." So this church, that. let's talk about this church. What is what is this church now? What's the name of this church? It's World Outreach Church. Wow, and truly has reached people all around the world. Yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I couldn't believe that George would name it that. <laughs> and Alan was at school by this time, and he called home and he said, we went, well, we called him actually and said, Alan, we've started a church. <laughs> and he said, you what? And then there was silence on the line. 
So we said, listen, we're going to let you go. We'll talk to you later. So he could catch Mm. his breath, really. Yes. Well, the next day, I think it was, he called home. Mm -hmm. And uh, very cautiously, he said, have you named the church? And uh, we said, yes, we have named the church. And he said, what's the name? And George said, World Outreach Church. I love it. you could hear Alan... Alan gasped for breath. I think he was trying to keep from fainting. Well, there were about 30 people at the time. I think Alan says 19, but there were probably a few more than that. <laughs> Very 29, good. George says. Very good. <laughs> well, I have so, seen your heart for the world that has continued to this day. You've been all around the world as missionaries. In addition to being local missionaries in Tennessee, you've been uh, tell tell a little bit about, you want to share about Israel, or do you want to share about Armenia? Well, we'll I'd like to share about Israel because uh, we went, we made a couple of trips to Israel mm-hmm. on, a, on tours. Right. And, th- and then we decided that we would uh, rent a little, little uh, apartment mm-hmm. in Jerusalem, and since that time, in about in 18 years, we have been going back and forth, two months at a time, and we have seen many good things in Israel. Mm. We have seen God do great things for the Jewish people. Mm. I have to say, we have a special place in our heart for the Jewish people, because it's through the Jews that we got our Bibles. Mm. Yes. It's through the Jews that we were we were told that Jesus is the Messiah Mm. and he loves the Jewish people. Yes. So it has changed our lives and all the boys have visited Israel. They still do. They love Israel. And some of the Jewish people come here to see us. So, and you have a prayer meeting every, almost every day at world outreach church and you pray for Israel, right? And you pray for all these countries around the world and, and you pray for our nation. Yes, yes, it's true. And the Church of Jesus Christ in America. Mm-hmm. We, we need, need it. everybody praying for the Church in America because this church, this church in America, has led other nations. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want, we do not want to lose that momentum. And we see yet a great revival coming. We oh. believe there's a great revival coming. Yes. And if the Church will pray. Throughout the world, we will see things we never dreamed we could see. We're looking forward to great things. How many hours a day do you pray, and how, you have prayer groups? We pray, we pray with the prayer group two hours. That's wonderful. That is so good, Mom. Uh, well, we're, we have only that. about 10, 15 more seconds here. Is there anything else you want to say? Keep praying. Keep praying. If you're not praying, start to pray. That God is, bless you. Yes, that is so good. You know, you have been listening to Simply for Women. That was my mother-in-law, Betty Jackson, a pastor's wife, a woman just like you, who has shared Jesus around the world and in their town in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, at World Outreach Church. And we're just so glad that you joined us. If you want to hear more or learn more about the show or share your story on the show, just go to Jennifer Jackson, jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. Thank you for listening today.
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.